calling all aspiring investment professionals. Get a leg up on the competition. Final registration for the August CFA exam ends on May 14th. Register now to secure your spot. The CFA designation is of gold standard in the investment world, opening doors to high-powered careers and impressive salaries. Head over to cfainstitute.org to register. Don't wait. Take control of your finance career today. Hello, and welcome to this edition of the CFA Institute Take 15 series. I'm Ken Robinson, Director of Global Investment Performance Standards at CFA Institute. Today is October 27, 2011, and we are here at the annual GIFTS Conference in Chicago. I am joined today by Steve Sherman. Steve is a partner with KPMG, where he oversees their valuation services practice. Steve is also the chair of the Standards Board of the International Valuation Standards Council and has over 15 years of valuation services experience. Steve, thanks for joining us today. My pleasure. You have presented some data here at the conference which shows that there's been a large number of financial statement restatements by public companies related to fair valuation measurement issues. Why such a large number of restatements? What's going on here? Well, in, in recent years, there have been certain years where there have been over half of restatements related to fair value measurements. And I, I think what's going on is that as accounting in, in the U.S. has migrated more toward fair value measurement as compared to prior to 2001 historical book uh, value basis, that, that there's been an evolution and more sophistication by the um, financial statement providers and by the regulators. And so it's an iterative process. I don't think it's reason to panic. I actually see it as a positive that there's more scrutiny and more confidence investors can take away from the quality of financial statements that involve fair value measurements. As a user of financial information, whether it's the institutional investor or the financial analyst, should we be concerned by the high number of restatements due to valuation issues? Well, it, it get, depends on the circumstance. I mean, I've not done a statistical analysis, but you know, a, lo a lot of the restatements in past years related to changes in accounting rules when FAS 157 came out and you know, there's different rules around fair value measurements. There are probably a lot of restatements linked to that. As chair of the Standards Board of the International Valuation Standards Council, what is the role of the IVSC when it comes to valuation and fair value measurement, and how does it differ from the accounting regulatory bodies? Well, let me take the latter part of your question first. You know, the, the view of the IVSC is that what we do is complementary to what the accounting regulators do. So there are certain accounting standards that require application of fair value measurement, but they don't define the details underlying how you get there. They just may say that when you make an acquisition, for example, you have to revalue all the underlying assets in terms of recording values of an acquisition on your balance sheet. So that's where the IVSC comes in as an international standard setter to really uh, bring more consistency, less diversity to the profession, around uh, dealing with those kinds of needs in the marketplace. Financial reporting is one, but uh, our, our mandate is very broad across all needs around valuation, whether it be tax-related, M&A-related, uh, litigation-related, or any other purpose. 
I see. So you provide guidance on how to actually do the valuation as opposed to dictating the underlying accounting policy. Well, we provide the standards, and we just completed a, a very significant uh, revision project. It was a four-year initiative, and very proud to say on behalf of my fellow board members that we delivered to the marketplace this past summer the revised uh, document, the international, revised international valuation standards, and actually it, it, it improved uh, both quantitatively and qualitatively our, our prior document, which went and, and made it much more simpler and easier for users to utilize. Uh, we went from over 400 pages to 128 pages, but we really got it down to standards and not a lot of interpretive language. That's really not our mandate. We're about setting standards internationally. So that's what we accomplished with this uh, recently completed project. Now, when many of us hear the words fair value, we tend to think of financial instruments. But in terms of the IVSC's role with valuation, it's much more than financial instruments, isn't it? It's really uh, any component of, of valuation. If you kind of go through the spectrum, you, you, you deal with what's the value of a company. So we have standards that address that. Um, you know, but even beyond that, you look at all the asset or even certain liability classes, and, and the standards apply you know, to those needs too. And so, again, if you go through the spectrum, you have tangible assets like real estate and equipment uh, and inventory that you can touch. You know, what, what are the standards around valuing those assets? And then you have intangible assets that a financial instrument would fall into that category, but patents, customer relationships, trade names, all are, are, are various forms of intangible assets, and our standards address those. Steve, thank you for sharing your views with us today. And thank you for joining us on this episode of the CFA Institute Take 15 series. Additional videos in this series are available by visiting the CFA Institute website. Copyright 2011 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.